Welcome to the Forge Nutrition and Fitness Podcast, where we dive into everything fuel and function related to give you the ultimate freedom with your health, lifestyle and goals. Let's get into it. Welcome back, guys. I am your host, Charlie, founder of Forge Nutrition and Fitness, and this is the fifth episode in our Back to Basics series. So today, guys, I want to chat to you about some of the biggest diet and nutrition myths that I still hear all the time. These myths are something that need to be completely dispelled, and people need to understand that these are just simply not true. So let's get started. Our first myth is going to be the whole concept of eating clean will guarantee you fat loss. Now, for those of you who aren't aware, eating clean is essentially not eating any processed foods, eating usually single ingredient whole foods, things that haven't been processed. For example, foods such as chicken nuggets, chocolate, crisps, all of these kinds of foods would be off the menu because they've got undergone multiple processes. They're not deemed as clean. They contain maybe some additives, not saying obviously that those are uh, necessarily bad for us or bad for our fat loss, should I say. But some people are big advocates of clean eating is, you know, the best way to lose fat. And in some ways that is true, but I'll go into a little bit more depth. I'll explain why that might be. Now, before I get started on this one, I want to separate health and fat loss because health is obviously something that we should all be concerned about and that should be at the forefront of everything we do in terms of our nutrition however you don't have to be healthy to lose fat so you don't have to always be eating clean as such you don't have to be eating nutrient-dense food to lose fat obviously i'm an advocate of doing it in the most healthy possible way but just as a point here you don't need to be in a complete state of um, optimal health in order to lose fat So just so it's really clear, we're separating health here and fat loss. So let's first of all talk about the health aspect. Eating clean is obviously going to be far more beneficial for our health because we're going to be eating more nutrient-dense foods. So if we're eating clean, I am saying that in inverted commas, if we're eating clean, we're going to be eating more vegetables, we're going to be eating obviously fewer um, processed foods. So nutrient-wise, mineral, vitamin-wise, our food will be higher in these things. It will, it will, without a doubt, be higher in the micronutrients that we need for optimal health. So health is obviously really important. But let's just put that to the side for a second. Let's think about just fat loss. Now, when we think about fat loss, the only thing really for the vast majority of the population that we need to be concentrated on is our calorie deficit. And you do not need to be eating clean to attain a calorie deficit. And my main point here is that just because you are eating clean doesn't mean that you'll necessarily be in a calorie deficit. Eating clean is great for health, like we said, but you can still eat too many calories whilst eating clean. It is possible to eat too many calories of potatoes, broccoli and chicken. It doesn't matter how healthy, in inverted commas, the food you're eating is, how clean it is, how nutrient-dense. If you're eating too much of it, you are eating too much. If you are not in a calorie deficit, if you are not lower in energy intake than you are in energy expenditure you're just not going to lose weight it's an energy balance remember we've spoken about this before this is a law of thermodynamics calories are our number one priority so the first myth we're going to dispel is that eating clean automatically guarantees you fat loss and all you have to do is drop out all your processed foods 
and you will lose body fat. Okay, myth number two then. Now, this is one that personally I've come into contact so many times with in my life, and that is the big myth of the 6 p.m. meal. So this is eating late at night or after 6 or 7 p.m. is going to make you gain weight. From that first point, you can see exactly where I'm going with this. Just because you're eating a meal at 6 p.m. does not mean that your body is going to treat it any differently on, you know, on a grand scale to a meal that you eat at 5.59 p.m. It just doesn't happen. It's not the way it works. So I'm not really sure where this myth has come from, but eating late at night doesn't mean that that, that food will be stored as body fat. It will not, does not mean it will necessarily be stored as our stored form of energy, our body fat, all right? If that food takes you into calorie into a calorie surplus and you are overeating by consuming that food, then yes, over a longer period of time, weeks, months, years, that will compound and you'll end up storing body fat. But as long as that food keeps you either at maintenance calories or in a calorie deficit, it won't be stored as body fat. So that myth of eating late at night is complete rubbish. But there is a little bit of logic as there are with all these myths. The logic here is that if people, and the reason why people have had success by cutting out their uh, food after 7pm is because people tend to typically overeat in this time frame. So if we think about it from 7pm to 11pm, this is the time where people sit down in front of the telly with a tub of ice cream or the biscuits, the chocolates, you know, whatever it is, or the, the glass of wine, the, you know, the pints of beer. This is the time of the day where people tend to do that kind of thing. So if you turn around, you make a restriction and say, right, after 7pm, gonna have my dinner, gonna have my dessert, and then that, that's me done, no more food. Then obviously, if you're typically consuming 500 calories in this time period and you cut that you know you stop eating throughout that whole time period of course you're cutting out that 500 calories that could put you in a calorie deficit for a lot of people so again there is a bit of logic here there is a reason why people see success with this but my number one goal with this podcast is to get people to understand that there are a myriad of different methods it might be cutting out your late night eating it might be cutting out the snacks it might be doing some more steps whatever it is there's so many different methods to get into that calorie deficit but i really want people to understand that that is it that calorie deficit is what you're going for. And if we know that, if we know how to get there, we don't have to do this guesswork that we're doing at the moment by, you know, cutting this out, cutting that out, you know, wasting time ultimately by kind of playing around with things. If we, if we, you know, if we know the reasons, if we know the principles, we can create our own methods. And that's kind of my number one goal here with today's podcast. So that is myth number two. Eating late at night or after 6pm is going to make you store body fat. Let's move on to myth number three. So myth number three is that there is one particular food or one particular macronutrient, so carbohydrates, proteins, fats, whatever it is, that is causing you to gain fat or to not, or to not be losing fat. So let's give you some examples of these. These are things like um, fat is making me fat, so I'm going to cut out fat, or carbohydrates are making me fat, so I'm going to cut out carbohydrates. Or the big one at the moment that people are still thinking about is that sugar is making me fat. And the recent thing that I'm seeing lots of people talking about, I get some questions about as well, is that when we eat sugar, our insulin is spiked, and that stops us from burning fat, and it puts us into a fat storage mode. Um, and again, like I said, as with all these myths, there's always a bit of truth. There's always a little bit of logic, a little bit of truth here. However, we are worrying by thinking about, you know, worrying about our insulin spiking. That is worrying about the 1% of, you know, the 1% impact 
we need to be thinking about the 99%. So let me explain what I mean. People saying that fat, carbohydrates, sugar, whatever it is, dairy, um, is causing you to gain fat. They are focusing on that tiny, tiny aspect rather than the larger, wider, broader view. And that is that calorie deficit that I was talking about earlier. It's just calories. It is just energy in versus energy out. There is no reason to be thinking that one particular food group, one macronutrient is causing you to gain fat. If you ate an entire diet made up of carbohydrates, proteins, fats, you know, healthy, um, nutrient-dense foods, and you're in a slight calorie deficit, that's all you need to be worrying about. That is it. But again, the reason that this myth continues to cling on and stay alive is because there's a little bit of logic to it. If you, let's say, you are told that, you know, cutting out sugar is going to help you lose fat or, you know, sugar is the demon, sugar is bad for you, and you cut out your chocolate bars, you stop putting two uh, tablespoons, teaspoons of sugar in your coffee, you stop um, eating the ice cream because it's containing sugar. Think about it this way. If you if you are cutting out the foods which in our modern you know, modern world contain sugar, A, you're cutting out lots of foods. So you're going to have less choice. You're going to have less to eat. So you're going to eat less. And B, you're cutting out a lot of calorie-dense foods. You're cutting out a lot of things that contain high calories. So, of course, all you're doing by cutting those foods out is cutting down your daily calorie energy intake. And that's going to give you a calorie deficit and that is going to give you your weight loss. Okay, And hopefully that's going to be mostly fat loss. Again, going back to the point I just said, don't concentrate on that 1%. Thinking about our insulin levels or thinking about, you know, what time we're eating our breakfast and what time we're eating our lunch, how many hours and minutes are between and our metabolism going up and down and all this kind of stuff. It is the 1%. It's the, you know, maybe if you are prepping for a photo shoot or to step on stage as a bodybuilder or whatever it is, then yeah, maybe that 1% is going to give you that edge but for for the most of us, for, for for you know, for the people that I'm speaking to, for this population of, um, you know, we are we are the general population, aren't we? We are people who want to um, look a little bit better. We want to feel better. We want to move better. We want to have more confidence. You know, we want to be able to play with our kids. Whatever you know, our goal is, we are the general population. And for us, we don't have to be worrying about these tiny, minute details. If we focus on the basics we can reach our goal really, really easily whilst fitting it into our lifestyles. Myth number three, no, sugar is not causing you to gain fat. Overeating protein or dairy or carbohydrate or fat is not causing you to gain fat. It is that you're eating too much food. That's it. Too many calories. Let's have a look at myth number four then, guys. And I've just touched on it just a moment ago. And that is more meals equals more fat loss because your metabolism will be spiked. Now... Like I just said, that is focusing on the 0.5%, not even on the 1% there, guys, focusing on the teeniest detail when we haven't even got the basics nailed down. So there are lots of people out there who are, who are confused about this and they're thinking, right, I need to eat breakfast and then two hours later I need to have a snack, two hours later this, two hours, two hours later my afternoon snack, two hours later my dinner, two hours later a pre-bed snack because by doing this my metabolism is increased and my body is burning like a furnace. My body is burning more calories throughout the day. Now, again, a little bit of logic here, some fact to some degree, However, it is not worth worrying about if you haven't got your diet, your daily um, activity level correct. If you haven't got your basics, 
worrying about where your metabolism is and how many calories you're burning after a meal and fat storage and all these kinds of things, it's a waste of time. So don't worry about getting a meal in every two or three hours. Eat when it fits in with your lifestyle and when it fits in with you. If it works for you and you're going to be able to stick to it for months, years, however long it takes, then that's perfect. If that is intermittent fasting, not having breakfast, eating your first meal at 12, having a couple of meals, ending your last meal at uh, 8 p.m., going to bed and kind of, you know, working your day that way, that's fine. If it is waking up and having a big breakfast, having a lighter lunch and a big evening meal, that's fine. If it is having, you know, if it is maybe eating every two, three hours, that's also fine. As long as you're in that calorie deficit, as long as you're eating fewer calories than what your body is burning, then you are going to be tapping into your stored energy of your body fat. So just focus on the basics there, guys. Right, final myth, and that is one I've just touched on again, that is that we need to eat breakfast. I had someone actually come up to me recently and say, oh, I've, I've been told uh, that you know, I can skip breakfast and, and I can save calories for later in the day. I can, you know, I can backload my calories so I can, have, I can have dessert while still losing body fat. But I've also been told that I, I need to have breakfast because that is going to boost my metabolism. That is going to stop me from snacking later in the day. It depends. It depends on your calorie deficit. It depends. Are you in a calorie deficit? Are you consuming fewer calories throughout the day? If breakfast helps you do that because it keeps you fuller for longer with some maybe some uh, healthy fats and high-protein breakfast really satiate you, really fill you up, um, and you know, and tide you over until lunchtime, so you don't have you know that those morning donuts or that you know that um, sugar and fat-filled coffee or, or whatever it is that puts you above your above your calorie deficit. Then yeah, that's going to be a great idea. But it depends on you. It depends on your lifestyle and your situation. We need to be our own best scientists in this. We need to be able to experiment with what works for us. What works with our schedule? Does it fit in with the kids? Does it work with your partner? You know, do you like to have breakfast together? If you, if you and your partner like to sit down, have a cup of coffee, have a chat about your, you know, what's coming up in the day and what you're going to have for dinner, and you know, that's quality time between you two. You don't want to say, "Oh, sorry, I've got to stop that because I've got to uh, skip breakfast." If it works for you, and if if you enjoy it, if you know if it's going to bring you happiness, if it's going to bring you enjoyment during your journey, then do it. Just be mindful of that calorie deficit. Remember, guys, this is a journey. This, we're not just thinking about the destination. We've got to be thinking about every step of the way here. Right, those are my five top diet myths that I wish were not still alive in the world at the moment. So. Number one, eating clean automatically gives you fat loss. Of course, if you're in a calorie deficit, not so much if you are eating over, no matter how clean you eat. Number two, eating late at night or after 6pm is going to make you store fat from the meal. Myth number three, there is one food or one macronutrient, such as carbohydrates, fats, proteins, is causing you to gain weight or to not be able to lose weight. For example, sugar is spiking my insulin, therefore I am unable to lose body fat. Myth number four, more meals throughout the day means a higher metabolism because each meal spikes your metabolism and therefore a higher metabolism will lead to more body fat lost. Not quite true, guys. And finally, the last one, you need to eat breakfast in order to lose body fat or just for health reasons. That one is also not true. Right, guys, I hope that helped. That is five diet myths that you can go and tell your friends, you can share with other people. Let me know if any of those myths were things that you believed until you heard this podcast. 
If you enjoyed today's episode, please give us a share. Please give us a follow. If you feel like this can help someone, please share it with them. Send them the link. You can find us at forge.nutrition.fitness on both Facebook and Instagram. If you found value here today in this episode, please leave us a review. It really does help us grow our channel. It helps us to get our message out and to help more people with their nutrition. Right, guys. Have an awesome day, whatever you're doing. Take care, and I'll chat to you soon. Yeah.